Welcome to the I Lead Podcast, a podcast dedicated to developing you into the leader that can lead in any room. Your host and guide is Dr. G. Vincent Dudley Sr. Dr. Dudley is a leader of leaders. He has his Ph.D. in organizational leadership. He earned his Doctor of Ministry with a focus on entrepreneurship and church planting. He is a John Maxwell Associate Trainer and an Adjunct Professor for Strategic Leadership at North Central University. Dr. Dudley retired from the Air Force as a lieutenant colonel. He has started several businesses, but his greatest achievement is that of founding senior pastor of New Life, one of the fastest-growing churches in the St. Louis metropolitan area. Let's join Dr. Dudley and co-host Jeffrey II for another instructional, inspirational, and informative session. Welcome to I Lead Academy podcast, and I'm welcoming back our guest, who's been with us multiple times before, always got a word for us. And um, I could tell you his bio. There's no need of going over all of that. The only thing I need to add to it is the Grammy. So before we get before we get into ministry in smoke, and that's what we want to talk about, ministry going up in smoke, that whole piece that um, Dr. Jamal Bryant has brought to the kingdom uh, for us to uh, wrestle with, uh, tell us a little bit about the Grammy, and then we're going to jump right into that. Yes, I'm uh, grateful, First Bishop. Thank you for having me. Uh, always a treat for me able to uh, think out loud with uh, somebody of your caliber and depth. Uh, I was uh, blessed that Tennessee State University did their first album, uh, their marching band did, uh, and they asked me to uh, do the spoken word to... Uh, I match it. Um, so we went in the studio about a year ago. Mm-hmm. I did that project. We were amazed and dizzy uh, to be nominated for two Grammy Awards. Wow. Uh, and then blown away to win both of them. Wow. Uh, and so uh, I'm uh, still, in the words of James Brown, jumping back, kissing myself <laughs> uh, in shock because uh, that was never the end goal right. uh, or the game uh, plan. But uh so y'all never went into it with that whole thing in mind? Oh, of getting a we're Grammy? Gonna, we're going to push it out and it's yeah, going to do gonna this. Yeah, we're going to push it out but not get a Grammy. There's never been one uh, HBCU to get any Grammy. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> number two. In, in any area? In any area. Wow. Yeah, for a marching band to get a Grammy in any area. Uh, and we're known for all of these. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not at the Grammys. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And so nominated, received it. Yeah. What has been um, some of the things that has happened as a result of that? Uh, people in the industry uh, have really been uh, pulling uh, on me. I won in the category separate from the band for a spoken word. Okay. Um, so asking me to do other projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, just this past Sunday, we had the Oakwood College Choir come. Uh, other people wanting me to participate in what they're doing in the studio. So it's... Uh, it's an exciting time. Opening up doors. Opening yeah. up doors. Well, let's get right into this. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Jamal Bryant. You, you know, we're good friends. Yes. Frat Brothers. Absolutely. Uh, ministered for me multiple times. And you know that, uh, to corner phrase, you blew everything up. Right. <laughs> when you brought up this whole piece about uh, reefer, weed, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. and what do we need to do with that? And I just want to give my listeners an opportunity to hear from you. What's the mindset? What's the thinking? Let's wrestle about this. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm thankful. A lot of people uh, only know me as a third-generation preacher uh, out of uh, the AME Church. Uh, my father was presiding bishop of the AME Church. My grandfather was a bishop in the AME Church. My great-grandfather was uh, the Baptist state moderator for the state of South Carolina. Wow. And everybody knows that part of my pedigree. What most people do not know, uh, except for your hearers today, is that uh, my mother's side of the family, my uh, uncle is Frank Lucas. He's the largest drug dealer for black people. Uh, Did you say Frank Lucas? Yes, sir. American and the connection. Gangster. And That's the connection? my grandmother's brother. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did his eulogy. No, was, one, of, one of my son's favorite movies. Tell him you know his nephew. <laughs> <laughs> so if you uh, watch uh, the movie, uh, you'll note uh, where uh, he moved the family from Raleigh, North Carolina to New York. That is my family. Now, now here's this connection. Yes. Here's our connection yes. that you didn't know. Yes. As you know, I'm from Goldsboro, North Carolina. Yes. yes. And the, uh, the drugs that were flown in many times was to the base there in Goldsboro. Yes. And one of my, uh, that whole drug scene picked up my brother. Yeah. Brothers. Yeah. And one of his guys used to drive a purple Cadillac nice. that amazed everybody. Yeah. Um, this is a, this is a wild connection, but go ahead. I, yeah. I don't want to stop in my situation. Let's go with you. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so, um, he uh, really looked at me as a surrogate son. Uh, came to my church in Baltimore many times. Mm -hmm. uh, when he passed, the nursing home called me first. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So he was a, a real uncle to me. Uh, and uh, I live now in Georgia, as you very well know, where they are entertaining the legalization of cannabis. Mm -hmm. uh, New Birth is uh, the largest uh, continuous land-owning black church in America. Sitting on 365 acres. Say that again. Sitting on 365 uninterrupted acres. And the only thing on my church is a gym in a sanctuary. Uh, and so doing uh, progressive economic development where we don't want to sell the land. Uh, right. And finding a way that you can monetize legally mm -hmm. uh, what it is that has been a negative stain and blight uh, on our people, uh, knowing that I have no idea the thousands of people my family is now responsible for in addiction. Uh, and so I have a responsibility to change the tide and to redefine my last name. Uh, and so to that end, uh, because people were short-sighted in their critique and analysis, is uh, not growing it for recreational use. Uh, but for medicinal purposes, uh, we're opening, Bishop, a holistic health clinic on our campus on Good Friday. Uh, the number one drug in America is painkillers. It's not opioids. It's not uh, cocaine. Mm. Uh, it's legalized drugs uh, where our grandparents and parents... Will we line up at the pharmacy window? Absolutely. Uh, because the aim of uh, current uh, medicinal practices is not for healing. It is for maintenance. Uh, and, so and profit. And for profit. If the church is a place of healing, uh, then I think we've got to entertain it. Uh, and I think that 
uh, the church in large measure has reg- legislated righteousness. Uh, that because it's illegal, we believe that it's wrong. Say that again, and I want you for my hearers to break down those two terms. Yeah. Uh, we've legislated righteousness that uh, we presumed because marijuana, cannabis, hemp is illegal, that it is wrong. Uh, Dr. King said uh, in plain speech, segregation was legal. <laughs> Profile Slavery was legal. Was legal. A- absolutely. The Middle Passage was legal. It was legal. Uh, and so I think that the church has got to have a robust conversation uh, about how it is that we move forward and what it is uh, that we look at. Something has to be said um, that the overwhelming of black men who have been flushed in the prison pipeline are done so uh, for possession uh, when white men are in jail for violent offenses. And so we've got to think differently on how it is that we can monetize and why it is that they have legislated that if you have a criminal charge, you can't be a part of the profit. And so I think that the black church would be derelict in its responsibility if we did not reexamine what is our placement. It it seems as though the system is always trying to curve us. Mm It, it, uh, that the system sets up rules for its advantage. Yes. Attach moral thinking from their perspective as to why this, why that. And then we are left with trying to now navigate that. And as you said, more often than not, what we come at it as the man said it was wrong and therefore it must be wrong. Mm-hmm. As opposed to doing as you're doing, no. Let's let's dig deeper. Yes, as we did in seminary. Let's wrestle with the text. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I hear you saying. You're wrestling with this. Yes, and asking the kingdom to wrestle with this. Absolutely. What kind of response are you getting? Uh, it's been a bipolar reaction. The church has screamed, "Crucify him!" And well, that sh- ain't the first time you've heard that. Yeah, and the streets have said, Hail Caesar. Uh, And so in the middle of that uh, debate, the number of young black men who have grown might join my church when I don't have a seed in the ground just for entertaining it has been absolutely astounding. Uh, And so I think that uh, Lance Watson and I have been in conversation about doing a platform uh, for the church uh, really to do a uh, autopsy on the whole issue and do a, deep, do a deeper dive on what it means and what's its ramifications. What does that platform look like? Uh, I think uh, bringing in Roland Martin's platform, uh, streaming and taking in either BET or TV One, uh, and really having a uh, full-breasted dialogue and conversation. If you want more teaching like this to increase your ability to lead, to have influence, to make a difference, solve problems, build teams, and know who you are as a leader, then go to iLeadAcademy.net and get even more teaching like this. You have to know that you're pushing the envelope. That tends to be your grace, one of the graces that God has given you. How do you fortify your own self yeah. when you're pushing the envelope 
when you're in a bipolar response to what you believe God has given you to do? Yeah, most uh, Americans and all the more black Americans don't value change agents until their death. Uh, let's not forget when Dr. King was assassinated, uh, it was his lowest popularity poll oh, in the country, according to Time magazine. Uh, that, let's not forget the time that the Baptist Convention split over it. Uh, now they got pictures of Dr. King in every Baptist church. Uh, there's a book that I read many years ago whose author's name now escaped me called The Courage to Be Disliked. Uh, the Courage to Be Disliked. Yes. That is good. <laughs> And uh, I think uh, when you uh, take in that our role as prophets, as pastors, as leaders, is never for affirmation. Uh, John, now, Mason, I need you to say that one more time. Yeah, the role of pastors and prophets is never for affirmation. John Maxwell said, if you want to be like, sell ice cream. Uh, in that I think too many clergy are coddled. Uh, by uh, their love language is words of affirmation. You're doing it, Doc. I like what you're doing. I'm with you. That's why a lot of preachers couldn't survive the pandemic uh, because in virtual preaching, there's no call and response. There's no call and response. You better have content, Doc. Yes. Uh, and so I think um, that I am comfortable knowing, Bishop, I'm not called to the church. Uh, I am called to bring people to the church. Um, so I've never... I've been affirmed by the status quo, and I'm okay with that. It's interesting that you would say that uh, in the discussion with my uh, adult kids who are in ministry, uh, trained in ministry, uh, my daughter said, uh, goes all around the nation doing children's ministry, instructors, educating them. She says, Dad, do you think um, Dr. Bryant is called to the church or to the kingdom? Is he a pastor or is he, the grace on him is larger than a senior pastor? I'm sending your daughter a seed as soon as we go off to that. Let me tell you why. Because for 20 years before my arrival, Bishop Long only taught kingdom. And what I had been saying to my leaders is he was tilling the ground for what I was coming to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I would have never used that language, but she just freed me. Wow. <laughs> wow. She just freed me. She hit it right on the nail. Uh, and so as a consequence, I am with you, um, with um, the most influential leaders of the black church. We've been coming here for 21 years. 21 years we've been coming. And cannabis has never been discussed. It is the largest issue that is a fiscal conduit into our community. And we're not even entertaining. Here it is, conversations. So I think at some point we've got to move from uh, the massage parlor to the chiropractor's office. Mm. It's not about what makes us feel good, but what stretches us until we have right alignment. Right alignment and the back to take it. Yeah. Because uh, everybody likes a nice massage. Yeah, I'm one of them. <laughs> not very many of us like going to the chiropractor to yeah. hear that crack. Yeah. Now, 
what are the next steps? You talked about the whole uh, piece with uh, going online with Roland Martin and other opportunities with that. What do you see yourself doing beyond that to push this? Yeah, well, we, uh, Georgia is a different kind of state. I don't know uh, for where you are, Bishop, but we are in the process of applying for a permit. For, for, my, for my leaders, you know that uh, for my listeners, we are in a live situation. So go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, in Georgia, we are in the process of applying for a permit in order to do it, uh, which uh, takes uh, the passage of the state legislature. And as a consequence, it is a footnote to know that not one black farmer has a license, that all of it has gone to white farmers. Uh, so we are in the queue, and uh, my. Uh, now you've not made any friends at the uh, no, no. at the Georgia State Legislature and no. at the highest no. government positions. In no, Georgia. I was a very uh, vocal, visible supporter of Stacey Abrams. Exactly, uh, which has not advanced my cause. I'm sure it hasn't. But uh, we're working forthrightly still to try to make it happen. Well, what I want to do is uh, we want to circle back. Um, I'd like to keep my listeners updated All right. as you go. And uh, we just wanted to have this quick podcast to Thank give you. an opportunity to get this word out because I believe in wrestling. Yeah. We, we, we sometimes, as you said, everybody wants uh, to be progressive, but nobody likes change. Mm. I want to be progressive. But change means the death of something. Something has to die in order for something to be birthed. Absolutely. And so what I think needs to happen is that we've got to have both dignity with the death of the things that we've held on to Mm -hmm. and celebrate what God is calling us to. So, Dr. Jamal Bryant, please uh, come back. Share more as you next uh, steps and Next step, I don't know, might be Academy Award we'd be talking about. I'll take it. (laughs) Thank you. My regards to Broadway. Thank you so much, sir. It's a privilege. After listening to today's podcast, I'm sure you're ready to be a leader in any room. To learn more about how to become the leader you are called to be, enroll today in ileadacademy.net. Until next time, remember, with iLead, you can be the leader in any room.